This is Pokedex Radio, where you can learn to be the very best, like no one ever was. Hey trainers, it's Austin. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Pokedex Radio podcast. Uh, if you'd like to see the show notes for today's episode, head down over to pokedexradio.com slash 95. And if you haven't already, please go ahead and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search Pokedex Radio. Trainers, today, uh, let's go ahead and start with talking about the Nintendo 3DS, uh, specifically themes for your 3DS, Pokemon Sun and Moon themed themes for the 3DS. Uh, the first one is called uh, A Sinister Organization Team Skull. This theme features uh, some of the members of Team Skull, including Guzma, Plumeria, and Gladion, as well as their Pokemon, uh, like Null, there's a Drowsy in there, and then you see some, you know, Team Skull characters uh, in the background. And uh, on the bottom of the screen is actually animated, and you see uh, the little sprites from the, the characters uh, walking back and forth as you move side to side on the screen. And the top part is um, a panoramic view of the characters, like I said, uh, Plumeria, Gladion, along with their Pokemon and Team Skull members in the background. The theme also changes your background music for your 3DS like most themes do. Um, this one has uh, the theme from the Sun and Moon games called Battle Team Skull Boss. Uh, the theme goes for $1.99 on the theme store on your Nintendo 3DS. The second one is called uh, Shiny Tapu Coco, also $1.99 on the theme shop on your Nintendo DS. Also changes the, the music for your 3DS. This song is called Battle Tapu uh, from Sun and Moon. The top of your screen is uh, just a normal picture, and it shows a, uh, a Tapu Coco, uh, a shiny Tapu Coco. And the bottom is a panoramic picture featuring uh, both versions of Lycanroc, Galissapod and Komo-O. Uh, but yeah, so again, they're both $1.99 on the theme shop on the Nintendo 3DS. Uh, they're both pretty cool. They've been out for, uh, I want to say, about a week, maybe two weeks now. So go ahead and check those out. They're pretty cool. The next thing I want to talk about, trainers, is Pokemon Go. Now, evolution items uh, were already available in Go for the past few weeks, but now they're guaranteed. Uh, whenever you get a seven-day streak, you're guaranteed one evolution item uh, from that Pokestop, either a Sunstone, a King's Rock, a Dragon Scale, Upgrade, or a Metal Coat. So that's pretty cool. Essentially, you're getting four a month, um, and those are the guaranteed ones. You may actually get them uh, when, you, when you spin a Pokestop between that, but these are definitely guaranteed. So that's pretty fun. Uh, so you can go ahead and uh, start then uh, evolving other Pokemon like Porygon, Scizor, Onyx, what else evolves? Poly, uh, Poliwhirl into Politoed. So go ahead and check those out if you haven't already. Clearly, Pokemon Go is, uh, is a game that really just tries to get everyone out there, forcing you to get out and get your seven-day streak. I think that's pretty fun. The next thing I want to talk about, trainers, is a weird story out of left field. I found this just before starting to record the show today. Of all people to try to pick a fight with Nintendo, and pick a fight with Nintendo at a weird time for Nintendo, they're just releasing this new console, they're having some problems with it, uh, though it's a great console, and selling out, you know, there's still some issues. And while Nintendo's kind of in, in this weird spot, of all the people, of, of all the companies to actually, or any organization, to attack Nintendo, it's PETA. People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, specifically for uh, uh, the game 1-2-Switch. There's a minigame in that game called Milk, and in this game, you milk a cow. And Nintendo's going around doing all this publicity about this, the Nintendo Switch, and I believe they were even uh, recently in uh, Billings, Montana, uh, doing a thing with like farmers, and there were some Nintendo representatives there, and they were playing the, uh, the game on the Switch, Milk, to... Um, 
you know, have get some po- positive publicity about the the switch, which they've been doing. I mean, it's been on, you know, TV on all the late night shows. Uh, I remember Jimmy Fallon having um, Miyamoto and uh, Reggie Fizami there uh, to to showcase the switch right before it came out. So PETA, or specifically the the head of PETA, uh, Ingrid E. Newkirk, wrote a letter to Nintendo. And I don't have the full letter, but I have just statements from from that letter, just uh, things that were pulled from it. Uh, And it says, I'm just going to read it here. Our staffers and activists have recently played the cow milking minigame for Nintendo Switch and realize you've taken all the cruelty out of milking. We have more than 35 years of experience investigating dairy farms where cows are exploited for their milk. And it is never that pleasant for these animals. Can we have some realism here, please? We'd be happy to provide you with video footage of the filthy conditions that cows endure on farms for you to include in your game. It continues to say, If you think that the gruesome nature of this would be too upsetting, we suggest that instead of sugarcoating the subject, Nintendo switch to simulating activities which no animals suffer. Now let's go ahead and talk about this letter. Ingrid E. Newkirk, the head of PETA, wrote a letter to Nintendo asking why the conditions essentially asking why the conditions in the Nintendo Switch game milk. The conditions for these cows are not cruel enough? Is she not happy with the way the cows are treated in the milk game? Clearly, these cows are treated very well. I'm assuming when you win the game, the cows jump up and down and smile and stuff, right? Um, So these cows are clearly very happy cows. I don't know why she has such a problem with this video game, a simulation of real life. I mean to a point, just like Pokemon is a simulation of real life. Um, uh, you don't see me stuffing my dog into a tiny sphere and throwing him at my opponents, right? Playing games like Call of Duty, where you get rocket launchers and assault rifles. Um, you don't see me walking around with a rocket launcher on my back. Uh, I don't see, I mean, sure, there's some crazy people that might do stuff like that, but normal people don't do things like that. Normal people who aren't farmers, these are kids playing video games, this isn't teaching children to treat cows badly in the same way as video games like Call of Duty, Halo, Battlefield. Don't treat kids to walk around and carry guns. Just like Pokemon doesn't teach kids to hurt their animals, to have dog fights, chicken fights, whatever. In fact, funny enough, these games teach friendship, teach sharing, things that, you know, maybe a child should, should probably learn at a young age. So I have zero idea what the problem of this Ingrid, Ingrid E. Newkirk is with the game Milk. Clearly a low blow by PETA. Zero reason for her to do this. And not that PETA is a bad organization. I know every organization has their bad apples or whatever it may be. But just at this current time in the way society is moving today, the way, the way 2017 has been moving forward, people with liberal views are already kind of having a... They have really a backseat. We're all kind of... At least here in the United States, anyone who has a liberal view is kind of being, you know, pushed off to the side. PETA, not that's again, again, saying that's not a bad organization. Sure, animals do need to be treated ethically. And if, if there's an actual problem in with with the farmers and the whole milking thing that needs to be taken care of at the source. This is just making PETA look crazy. Not that they, I mean, they're throwing paint on people is also kind of crazy, but still it's making them look worse. And now they're attacking video games. And I'm going to take this back to something I've always mentioned. I know I've mentioned it in Pokedex Radio in the past. And like I mentioned a little earlier, video games are learning tools. It's a form of not only entertainment, but a form of learning. 
Just like music is a form of entertainment and learning. Just like reading is a form of entertainment and learning. Just like watching certain shows on TV are a form of not only entertainment, but learning as well. I mean, look at all the PBS stuff, Sesame Street, all that's kind of like learning. So with games like Milk, when it's a simulation, it's not meant to be real. It's not meant to look real. If you look at your me, you don't look like your me. To a point you do, because clearly that's not real. And another thing from her uh, letter, we'd be, uh, it says, we'd be happy to provide you with, vi- uh, with video footage of the filthy conditions that cows endure on farms for you to include in your game. PETA clearly does not care what is put in front of children's eyes there. If they want gruesome, disgusting videos of, yes, the harmful conditions that some cows have on farms, and I'm not saying that that's not a real thing, because it does happen, and it is cruel. If they want to, again, if they want to fix it, fix it at the source, don't show it to children, because that's not going to fix a problem. And these are the crazy people that even protest Pokemon. Pokemon of all things, okay, and I, I know we've talked about in the show in the past about uh, religious organizations protesting Pokemon, and I already have a huge bone to pick with people like that. Uh, a few years ago, PETA protested Pokemon. Uh, it's even still on their website, uh, though the game is only available in Flash. Yes, and they have a game called Pokemon Black and Blue. Gotta free them all. Um, and on their website, it actually has a YouTube video of somebody playing the video game on their website. So, because uh, the, the game is only available in Flash, I'm sitting here on Chrome, I can't actually play the game. I'm sure I could probably play it in, in Firefox, but I don't have Firefox on my Mac. Um, but on the site, it says, For generations, people have suffered at the hands of their cruel trainers. Please help PETA free Pikachu and his Pokemon friends as they struggle for Pokemon liberation. And of all things, it shows a little Pikachu with a little sign, a bloodied and battered bandaged Pikachu, even with a bite taken out of one of his ears, says, I support Team Plasma, <laughs> of all things. It's like, okay, I get that people on occasion sometimes have problems with video games. I get, the, I get like, um, like I said before about uh, uh, FPS games like, like Call of Duty, like Battlefield, uh, like Halo. They say that they you know, influence children to... to you know, to have guns and be violent or, or fighting video games like Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter back in the early 90s when, uh, when um, there was so much uh, uh, a negative pub- uh, publicity around those kinds of games where all it is is just entertainment. It's just flashing lights. I mean, if you play Street Fighter, all it is is a bunch of flashing lights and then two dudes kind of hitting each other, sort of. And I understand where it comes to arguments like uh, in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 where there was that scene called... Uh, not scene, but uh, that... um that small mission in the game called No Russian. And I've mentioned No Russian on, on the podcast before, and anybody who's ever played Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 or know anything uh, about sometimes negative publicity towards video games should know about No Russian. No Russian is a part of the game where you play, in, uh, a, I mean, you're an American, you go undercover, you go into an airport, uh, a Russian airport, and you have the choice of either opening fire on, on, on just civilians or not. And then the other characters around you, which are NPCs, will do it for you. And you have also the option of skipping that part of the game if you want to. So there's ways to not have to see that. But if you want to, if you want, if you want to enjoy that part of the game, video game, there are plenty of video games that have people hurting other people or fake creatures like fictional characters hurting other fictional characters. They're not actual real things. These cows are not real in milk. Pokemon 
is not real to an extent. It's a video game. It's digital data. It's little electronic pulses going through silicone and eventually becoming sort of to life on a on little LCD screen. These are not real cows. These are not real people being hurt. PETA even said on their website, if PETA existed in Unova, our motto would be, Pokemon are not ours to use or abuse. They exist for their own reasons. We believe that this is the message that should be sent to children. But there is one message. If PETA's really trying to uh, put a thorn in the side of video games, and I'm just saying video games in general, uh, PETA not only has, a, has tried to attack uh, not only Nintendo, not only Pokemon, but they also did it to um, uh, a, a, an, iPhone, uh, an iPhone game called Mafia Wars uh, back in 2010. Like I said, if PETA has a problem with video games, then I can understand. If they want to say, yeah, kids need to get out and, you know, out and play or whatever, that's fine. Um, but also there are video games that do try to get you out and out, out in the open and playing around like Pokemon Go. Like, um, let's say the Nintendo Switch, maybe that, you know, is kind of more portable and you could even play with friends and share and... Um, have like a social life with other people and interact and and maybe find commonalities uh, in people that you maybe you thought uh, were different from you. Building a community, sharing ideas. I don't boot up my Nintendo 3DS, my Xbox 360, my PlayStation 3, my Game Boy, with the idea of hurting cows, killing people, nothing like that. So I don't get where Peta's trying to come from. Like I said earlier, low blow Peta. Seriously, low blow. I, I, I think it's silly. I think it's just Peter trying to get some sort of attention because really, and I, and I get the ethical treatment of animals, but we're not mistreating animals. We're milking them. <laughs> but honestly, Peter needs to get off their high horse. Um, well, they probably don't ride horses because, I mean, that's probably treating the horses unethically. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm done with Peter. That this... I already kind of didn't really have the, the biggest, you know, the best kind of view towards PETA, and not that I really cared or anything like that, but they're, they're, they're too much. This is honestly comical for me. And if, if they really have such a problem, then, I mean, they could try to make a legitimate case out of it, but this is completely just wrong. They're, they're, they're dumb, and I hate to say it, and I hate to be insulting in any way. I mean, because everyone has their own views, but this is just stupid. It really is. On a lighter note, Let's talk about GameStop. During quarter one of 2017, it seems like GameStop, uh, GameStop's profit has actually decreased by over 10%, and their stock has even plummeted by over 10% as well. Now, with a company this big, 10% is a lot of money. But I find this funny. Those of you who have listened to the, to the Pokedex Radio podcast in the past know my hatred for GameStop. So seeing the fact that their sales are going down... Um, and for legitimate reasons too, and we'll talk about that in a second, but their sales are going down. So because of this, they're closing uh, 150 of their about 7,200 stores across the United States. Let's talk a little bit about exactly why they might be not doing so well uh, in, in the market these days. Similar to what happened to Blockbuster and, and Hollywood Video is digital downloads. These days you can buy a game on your on your console without actually having to go to the store and either wait in line or let's say let's say it's a brand new game you you instead of pre-ordering it or anything like that you can buy it on let's say the Nintendo 3DS uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon were available that same day I waited a couple of days cuz it was coming in the mail for me cuz I bought mine on Amazon which was super convenient I didn't actually have to go to a store so similar to 
like I said, how Hollywood video blockbuster video is kind of going out because of things like Netflix and Hulu and uh, all those other, you know, movie sites and apps and things like that. On top of that, like I said, they've gotten bad publicity. I've talked about it here. Other people have wrote about it, all, all, written about it all online, um, that the fact that their buyback prices are extremely low and stupid. If you want to hear that, just it's in one of the old episodes of Pokedex Radio. I talked about my experience uh, in GameStop with that. Um, and also, their pre uh, if you go to buy a pre-owned game, it's only like $5 less than the actual game. So just inflated prices for no reason, especially with a used product. And on top of that, they're consistently one of the worst companies to work for in the United States, like always way down at the bottom. Makes zero sense for why GameStop has actually stuck around for so long. Yeah, they're a great place to actually pre-order games because uh, sometimes, the, you know, the games come with, you know, little um, extra trinkets and toys or whatever that may be um, or a booklet or whatever. And it's a great place for that. And uh, also a somewhat okay place to buy some older games. Uh, I, I know sometimes they have a, d- a display case which has, uh, you know, old DS games. I know they used to have uh, in their old Game Boy Advance games. I haven't really seen Game Boy Advance games around very, very much uh, going to uh, GameStop. But they're shutting down 150 stores, which is hilarious to me. What does this mean for the gaming industry, though? Probably more convenient ways of getting games. Though I'm all about portability, I really don't like digital downloads for games. I'm not a big fan of that because you could potentially lose it. Yes, you can buy a new new console and then re-download those again, um, but I prefer something tangible. But there's plenty of other ways to get these. Stores like Walmart, Target, online stores like Amazon, Walmart.com, Target.com, BestBuy.com. There's easier ways to actually buy these video games than going to specifically a GameStop, where even the used games are the same prices as new games, so it really doesn't matter. Trainers, let's go ahead and wind things down. I do want to pose a question of the episode this time, though, specifically regarding uh, the whole thing about PETA versus Nintendo. Question of the episode this week is, do you think PETA was justified in writing a letter to Nintendo about the Switch game Milk. I'd like to hear your opinions, trainers. I'm going to post this over on the, on the Facebook. Um, so please go ahead, and if you have a Facebook, please go ahead and uh, like us on Facebook and comment uh, underneath uh, the post for today's episode. I want to hear your opinions about it. What do you think about this situation? Um, and if you want to comment something about GameStop too, that, that, that's fine. I'd like to hear from you, trainers. Please go ahead and follow us on Facebook. Like I said, go ahead and comment about this on uh, on there. That's probably the easiest way so I can see those notifications as they come up. Trainers, that's pretty much it for today's episode. Again, please go ahead and follow us also on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and if you'd like to see the show notes for today's episode, head down over to pokedexradio.com slash 95. Trainers, that is it for today. Again, my name is Austin, letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all. And I'll see you guys next week.